1: What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, no sugar added. I actually never seen that intro before. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Got, got you know made me a little nervous. Like, what's happening? But <laughs> there it is. There you know that the the team put it together, and it, I like it. It's really really good. I want to introduce you to Doug. I had him here before, so you're probably going to remember him because he was so much fun to have. And we talked about his life. We talked about um, things that he's been doing in sales. Um, he is. Uh, he's been working since he was three years old. He, I remember the story. He was uh, sweeping his dad's floors for like twenty. Twenty-five cents a week—it was crazy. But he is now the CEO of Sales and um, uh, Creator of Sales Strategies Academy. Is that right? Sales Strategies. Yeah,
0: the One Percent uh, Earners Academy. Yeah, Sales. One Percent Earners
1: Academy. There you go. Okay, so I'm actually—I've actually been reading his book too, which is really good. So it's Win Win Selling. And um, I was telling him before we got on that I'm really enjoying it because. You know I always like never really saw myself as a salesperson right I, but I am a coach and when you're a coach that's what you're doing you're you're you know you're acquiring clients right otherwise you're right. not coaching you're just sitting so, <laughs> <laughs> so Doug, it is really really good to see you again and I'm glad that you came back because I wanted to get into more of the nitty- gritties of sales right because I think that's one of the challenges that I'm seeing a lot um, especially with people that I speak to I, I work with women. Um, in my coaching program. And one of the, um, the fears or the objection is always like, I don't know how to sell. I don't know how to close. I don't know. You know what I mean? So I try to tell them that they sell themselves every day. And most, at least that's the way I think that sales is really a conversation, honestly. Um, But you have to come at it in a very authentic way. So Doug, before we get all into all of that, how have you been? And how is everything going?
0: I'm great. Everything's moving along as it's supposed to, and good. You know, you know it's it's always one of the, the, those things. You know, we always say, oh, "Geez, I wish it was a little bit more ahead here, or uh, I wasn't so stressed out here, or whatever." But you know, hey, right, that's right. life, right?
1: <laughs> that is life. Um, and, that is uh, life. So, so
0: things are things are going really well. I there's just n- no no complaints whatsoever. We finally are having good weather in New Hampshire where I am. Good. Um, you know, it's been raining. I don't know. It seems like two thirds or better of the of the days have been raining. Oh, so, yeah, Send been a lot some of-, of. that
1: down south. We haven't had any rain. Send it down here. We, we'd be happy
0: to to export it down to Texas, <laughs> and uh, as long as you export some sunshine up here. So
1: yeah, yeah, there. I hear you. I hear you. So. um you know, I'm really excited that you're here. I wanted to um, dig into what it is you do with your clients and then kind of go from there um, because I'm sure that you've been seeing a, a shift. You've been you've been doing sales for a long time, right? So I want to talk about the difference nowadays. Like how do we speak to clients nowadays? Because one of the things that I've noticed the most being a client, um, being a client, being a coach, I am a client. I do have a coach myself. But one of the things I've noticed is the inundation right, of information. And so I think what's happening is we are getting overloaded and now we're objecting to everything. So now everything is uncomfortable. Everything is fear based. Right. And so I was reading your book um, and I love the part where you talked about that. Because you said um, on page twenty, you said how many types of, of, of objections are there? And I would say there's only one objection, and that's discomfort. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh! I was I was literally uh, thinking about that uh, this week, and then I was reading your book, and I and I saw that. And I'm like, that is so. I want you to talk about that. I want you to talk about that because we always think that it's something against us, right? We don't want to be rejected. We you know we don't want to feel like we're not good enough, right? but maybe it's the discomfort that they're feeling. So talk to us a little bit about that. Well,
0: it's not usually us. And if it is us, then we've got a bigger problem, right? Because mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. The, the reality is if it is us, then uh, we need to fix that. So, you know, if, if and, and you can find that out pretty quickly. Um, Nina, as long as somebody is willing to, like, if you lose a sale or you don't get the deal for whatever reason, interview the person at the end and say, Hey, you know, um, I'm always trying to get better. Would you tell me where I didn't make it? What, what didn't make the grade here, Right. And, you know, don't, don't hold back. And if they say something like, well, you're rude and abruptive, you know, you, you interrupt me throughout the process. You're
1: Hmm. uh,
0: you know, whatever, right. You you write it down. Um, And so if you find out, Hey, you know, you do three or four of those." Everybody's saying, you know, you're interrupting when you shouldn't, et cetera, et cetera. Then it Mm -hmm. is the person that is actually speaking. So, um, but most of the time, most of the time, it's not that most of the time it is, they are uncomfortable with something,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: discomfort, an objection is always a discomfort, usually Mm -hmm. rooted in fear. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've very rarely seen it not rooted in fear. Now, they're not going to tell you that, right? you know, they're not going to, they're not going to come in and go, Hey, I'm so afraid if I make this decision that X, Y, Z is going to happen. They, they very rarely will say that. Um, they'll, they'll say things emotionally. <laughs> so, right um, right. Or, or they'll say something that has nothing to do with actually what the objection is, but as us, as the people who are communicating with people and remember if we're selling, we're communicating.
1: Right. Right.
0: right? Um, and, you know, if, I just thought of something my wife said to me the, a little while ago, um, but it's like, if we're communicating, we must communicate with human beings. And, you know, sometimes there's even gender gaps, right? So there's, right. you know, I'm a guy, my daughters are, are girls, um, right. my wife is a, is a girl. And, you know, every once in a while, she reminded me today, she's like, you, you're thinking like a man. So when, you, when you're speaking to women, you've got to think like a woman. And I'm like, okay, that's really hard, right? Because, yeah. you know, women think circular. Women will ask more questions than men. And sometimes oh. men are like, let's just get to the point, right? Mm-hmm. But if we do that, we're apt to invoke the objection right there. And so we're communicating with somebody. So anytime we hear an objection, the first thing that I teach people to do is take a breath, relax. And I think you're getting into the rules of the book, right? And Yeah, rule number one will be relax, you know, breathe, because if you don't, our natural tendency is going to want to be to solve that, whatever they're saying. And a lot of times, whatever they're saying is not even the true meaning in the book. I teach, you know, how do you get to the true it, what I call the true it. The real it, and the real it is what is the real issue, you know? I mean, and and this all goes back to our childhood, Nina. Really, when it comes down to it, like how we were raised, yep. how we protected ourselves, how um how we thrived. Right? If somebody thrived so good, as a yes. as a bully, for example, that's how they survived and thrived. They're going to try the bully play. And so, what can you do with the bully? You could stand up to the bully and you do it respectfully. If you come top down on the bully, the bully's not gonna like you because now they're no longer able to be the bully, right? Mm -hmm. So if you come from a place where somebody has come from a place where they've always been demure, you know, they're just kind and quiet, and we raise our voice and we're right in their face and we're doing that, well, guess what? They're gonna object. And they may not even know why though, but the reality is, is what's going on inside them is I'm uncomfortable. There's a discomfort. Danger, danger. You know, Will Robinson back in the old uh,
1: right, right.
0: You know, um, series of whatever the heck, you know, Lost in Space, right? Lost in Space, For yeah. those of you who are under 40 years old, you may not even know what I'm talking <laughs> about. But, but the, it's an old show. let so check it out. It's pretty cool. So um, – that's, that's what an objection is. It's really something they're saying I'm uncomfortable. I have something that's bothering me. And, they, but they don't express it that way. They'll say, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't, uh, you know, I tried something like this in the past before. I don't know if you're the right fit for me. They'll say things like that. We have to then go through and, and, and I outline it in the book. I mean, I can go through it on the, here if you want, but it it's pretty much a step by step questioning process without being death by questions right and Mm. we've got to step back breathe relax we have to say okay what might be going on here what might be the two or three four possibilities that might be going on here we want to get really curious about that as curious as we were when we were children and something came new to us and we were like how Mm -hmm. do we figure this out you know like i've seen kids that are you know taking uh a cell phone, for example, and they're learning how to use that cell phone. They're not like going, "Oh my gosh, I'm such a failure because I can't figure it out." They're just like in there doing the thing, and then they're teaching us adults what the cell phone right. does, right? Right. So, and in our adults, we go, "Oh, I'm too old to learn this," or "My gosh, this is too difficult," or whatever. That's our objection. Really, what we're saying is we don't want to look like a fool, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, in front of other people. And one thing I can tell people when it comes to money or it comes to looking foolish. People will forego their financial gain. So if you've got a lot of coaches and and, and things on this line, they will forego their financial gain to make sure they don't look foolish. They will protect the integrity of them looking bad in the public eye or to the private eye, uh, i.e. their spouse or whatever. They will do that and it will far supersede there any loss of potential gain of of money. So if you're just constantly talking about money, they're like, Hey, I want to make $25,000 a month. I can help you get there. I want to make 2 million a year. I can help you get there. And they're pushing back and pushing back and pushing back. It's not about the money. Right. It might, it might be, they don't have the money and actually to invest, Mm -hmm. but that's another issue. The uh, the real issue is I'm uncomfortable. And I want to tell you that I, I don't have the funds. And so we've got to, we've got to let them come forth with that and get to the real it so that we can handle what the real issue is.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, you're talking about energy too. Oh yeah. Right. Because it's about us like really communicating with one another and realizing if that other person even, maybe they're not saying it, Mm -hmm. but their body language is speaking it Yeah. right. Their facial expressions are speaking it. And we, we should know how to read the room. We should know how to read the room. And so um, I have been on calls where people just get very aggressive. I don't like it. You know, yeah. uh, I'm a I'm a very forward person, though. Like once I start to feel uncomfortable, I'm like, OK, your aggression is making me uncomfortable. Right. You know, um, and so they're like, oh, uh, uh, you know, I, I just don't I don't jive with that. Like, just be authentic, be real. And then let's get I, I'm a, maybe I have more of a, a masculine energy because I always like to just get to the point right? I don't like all the fluff and all the, <laughs> that's just the way I am. Right. Sure. Um, so what do you do though, when somebody, uh, you know, is objecting, right? You said, take a breath. So that was part one. Um, how do you get to be, cause I know this is what you teach all of your people, right? How do you get to be that top 1%, you know, in sales? How, how do we, how do we do that? Like, how do we, where do we start? Because a lot of people who are on the call or listen to this podcast, are entrepreneurs they are um and a lot of them are consultants and coaches and they're in that space right so you're speaking to the right audience right now and i'm sure a lot of them are like like glued to (laughs) their ear glued to it because i think that's one of our biggest challenges and doug let's be real there's just so many fake people teaching uh fake courses that they've gotten with ai Right. Um, and that's just a, that's another big thing right now. Right. Is that people are creating courses that are all AI based courses um, and they, but there's no experience behind it. So I'm speaking well, to a pro right now. So I'm going to need you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's that's the challenge, too. I, I agree, because, you know, it, it's it, it's easy to figure it out, Nita. Right. Because it's like, can you tell me your clientele list that you had in the past? Right and i just i just did this with somebody and they said no that that is proprietary we don't share it and i'm like you don't have to give me names give me some case studies <laughs>
1: right? right right
0: and they're like well i can't share that either it's like because you don't have them that's right. really the message that comes through now listen i signed non disclosures with some of my clientele but you know they, they're not restricting me to use their name, their company names most of the time. Right. So I can literally say, you know, on the big end, I've worked with Procter and Gamble, Enterprise Rent-A-Car, you know, uh, Intuit was one of my clients, CBS Television, the president yeah. of CBS. Right. So I, I can use those type of things, but I can also use companies that people have never heard of. Right. And I've trained, I don't know how many, I mean, it's, well over thousands at this point of coaches and consultants on how to sell it, to be into the to 1%. Awesome. Um, and the reality is, is, is that there are a lot of people out there who simply don't know what they're talking about,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: but, or never made any money other than being a coach right, right. or being right. a consultant. And so at least the money they're telling other people that they can make, I, I just got a, a, an, an email through, uh, for somebody that's like, we're taking these top five people to the top seven figure thing. And, and I was reading and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is somebody who asked me to borrow $25,000 because they couldn't pay their rent. Right. 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 And so it's like, that doesn't make them a bad person. It just makes them not qualified to actually be doing what they're saying. So
1: right. if some,
0: so there's a couple of questions going on. One, how do we actually pick the right coach or consultant? Right. I mean, Yes. Do, do, do they actually have life's experience? I mean, you know, and I can say one of the reasons I teach people how to be in the top 1%, how to think and act and be that way is because I've been there now multiple times.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. So I don't,
0: I don't have this credibility feeling like I have to fake it till I make it. Right. And before I got there, I used to tell people, listen, I, I can get you to the top 3% right? because I've done it.
1: That's not, awesome. not only
0: once or twice, but I've done, you know, a dozen times, right? So, but I can't take you in at that point in my life and say, I can teach you how to be in a, in a seven-figure earners bracket. I can say I could get you in a seven-figures revenue bracket on my own. I have coached people on multi-seven, multi-eight, multi, you know, even multi-nine, you know, multi, I mean, obviously Intuit's a pretty big company. So I can say that I've done that, but truthfully, I can't tell them, hey, I know what it's like to net $7.6 million. Cause I've never done it. Right. Right. So I think the first place to start is getting truthful. You asked, how do you start yes. to be a 1% earner? And I don't mean subjectively honest. I mean, truthful. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, I love there,
1: that. I love okay? that.
0: <clears throat> well, truthful is objective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Subjective is honesty. You know, um, you know, I, I can say, you know, and I was, I was a professional musician, right? And I did work with Boston and I did work with uh, Aerosmith and I did work with Billy Joel's band and I did work with the members of the Eagles and things like that, but I wasn't on stage playing with them as a professional musician. I was selling them music equipment. Right. Right. And even though I was a decent musician and even though I went to Berkeley College of Music, which is a, reasonably, known music good, school, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: right.
0: I cannot say I was, you know, Billy up on stage with Billy Joel. you know, I can, I can certainly, you know, I work with David Brown, the guitar player from Billy Joel and, you know, but it's, it's not one of those things that, so we, we, we've got to get truthful, right. Yeah. And tell people what the truth is. Right. And, and then you don't
1: worry about whether they accept you or not at that point, because you are what you are at that moment. Right. And, and, but that's the thing, like when you are what you are, you can fully come in, like mm. you can fully come in and then now you can really teach them something because you're not right. faking it. You're not trying to make it up as you go. Right. And I, I couldn't agree with that more, more. And, and the other thing is people know when you're bullshitting, like, just be real. Like right. some people are like just giving it to you and they're like, and you know, like, you're like, oh my gosh. This is so phony right now. I don't even believe a word that's coming out of your mouth. You usually can feel that energy. Usually. Unless we are going in with a greedy heart to begin with. Right. So unless we're going in because Doug said he's going to give me a seven figure plan. And and by Tuesday, I'm going to be a seven figure earner. And if I'm going in blindly because I'm being, you know, driven by my ego and by greed and I don't want to see anything else. Well, then I might fall for it, you know? But it's like with my coaching program, for example, I teach women how to transcend shame and get rid of unwanted behaviors. I've never, ever in my coaching program have told someone I'm going to have them making $30,000 in the next 90 days. Never. Now, can they? Of course they can, because they're getting rid of a lot of garbage and they get to focus on their business. But I'm not going to say that because I'm not going to guarantee something that I haven't seen, right? Or that I, I haven't, you know, really uh, focused in on some on on making somebody $30,000 in the next 30 days. I'm not doing that. But I can help you to get rid of shame. I can help you to learn forgiveness. I can help you to get rid of negative behaviors, right? So that part of it, I can show up for because I've been doing it for 20 years. Right. But I love mm-hmm. what you're saying because this is true. And if we come to a place where all of us come to truth of ourselves, it is freeing. It is so freeing. Yeah. Because you're not faking it; it's you're just you're being authentically you, right? And,
0: yeah, and the thing is, is a lot of times, so, and I'll get back to the one percent thing in a minute, but a lot of times people are faking it because they they want the money, right? Right. right. And right. and so the the reason they fake it is because frankly they don't have enough prospects to talk to, so mm-hmm. they're limited on the amount of people that they're talking with. Right, and since they're limited on the amount of people they're playing scarcity, and so if you truly want to be a one percent earner, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and and there's there's no shame in wanting to be a one percent earner. That's another thing you got to get truthful about because, right, when you become a one percent earner, your friends that are friends today, many of them won't be your friends. Won't be your friends. That's true because you're gonna one must change so much internally. In order to embrace that ability wow. to um, receive, if you will, in in that regard, uh, and and there's a lot of mind uh, trash that's gonna have to go uh, in in the process. And I love you it. Know, I, I know this from personal experience and working with you know lots of great people. I mean, I I just had uh, he was the number one uh, rep and and in, in the top five for ten years um, for Apple computers, right? So you wow. was on my podcast and, and it's like, we had a really candid conversation. Well, you don't stay numbered, you know, in the top five, 10 years being, uh, I would call it untruthful to yourself or untruthful right. to your clientele. It just doesn't happen. Right. So, and, and the other thing is just, is just to understand that you're never going to be a one percenter in most cases in 30 days. Now, <laughs> You might get lucky. I mean, I've had people do that. I mean, I've had people sell and get you know six figure commissions in you know very short period of time. So it it might might work, right? But and and as you said, Nina, earlier, you know, you might be able to get rid of the shame and the guilt and all of these things that you're doing, and all of a sudden they're sitting on a multi million dollar payday that it just opens up. But that's not the normal, right? Exactly. It, it normally takes people between a year and two years to actually get rid of all of the things that need to happen and, and learn the skills that need to happen. But is it worth two years of study to make, you know, to be in the top 1% earners in your area? Let's say you're in, I don't know, Connecticut, you know, that's darn close to a million dollars a year, right? So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're in Great Britain listening to this, it's, I believe it's around 15,000 British pounds a month. You're in the top 1% of earners. So, you know, is it, is it worth that to have that? And that's where we got to get really, we must get really truthful because um, I have, I talk to people all week, you know, sometimes by email or sometimes, you know, on social media or sometimes verbally like we're doing and they'll tell me, Hey, I'm here I want to be four times this in the next 18 months of my life. And then it'll be like, all right, well, here's here's an assignment to go get ready for whatever you're looking to do. And then they'll come back and they'll say, Oh my gosh, you know, my job got in the way, uh, my boating got in the way, my (laughs) got in the way, right? And it's like, so I question them, and anybody in my company will question them, what's your truthful goal? You said this. Is it really truthful? And it's like, yes, that's what I want. No. The question is, are you committed to do what is needed mm. in order to get there? There you go. There you go. Right? That's because good. That's the truth I'm talking about. That's step number one. You just got to get really clear. And there, And by the way, for everyone listening, there is absolutely, you use the word shame, Nina. No, no shame in not wanting to be a 1% earner. Okay. Right.
1: None. Right.
0: Right. right. I, I I know people who are in the top 10% of earners or even in the top 20% earners and frankly they're super happy. Right. Right. right? Um I just read an article the other day. Oh my gosh, I love this. It was the gentleman's 105 years old and wow. he's and he's still out there doing his you know daily work. He's he's so cute. He's got like he rode his 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 Harley Davidson motorcycle until he yeah. was 91. Wow. Right? I mean, to me, I'd rather have that than be dead right. at 70 from stress. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so that, to, to me, there's so it, the second thing is you got to get truthful of what a 1% earner is to you.
1: Right. Because
0: it's not necessarily, you know, you have to be in the top 1% of your industry or your geographic, right? You can have your own personal goals that make you a 1% earner because 1% is, even though we teach how to make it monetarily. It's right. so much more than that because it is a is about your whole life. It's rounded about your whole life. Like I have the ability to pass on lessons to my daughters um, that they would never get in business school, right? I mean, they just wouldn't because it, it's like it's book smarts versus being out there on the mm-hmm. on on the uh, in in the game every single day. So, so it just depends question, on what you invite it.
1: Hmm? Can Can I question you on? By all means. Okay. What is a 1% earner? What is that?
0: To me, I define it based on geographic region because a lot of people are like, what is a 1% earner? And I'm like, all right. So if you live in West Virginia in the United States, it's like $360,000 a year. Right. Right. If you live in South Africa, it's going to be a different number. If you live in Brazil, it's going to be a different number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So." hmm okay. You know, uh, I live in the state of New Hampshire. It's you know roughly around seven hundred thousand dollars a year puts you in the top one percent. So, right. um, you know, and then there's there's the top one percent, uh, and then there's the top you know twenty percent of the one percent. Right? I mean, we're talking about guys like Jeff Bezos and you know those type of people. Yeah, you know? right. Um, right. So it, it it never ends for 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 a one percenter. But the question is whether it's 1% or not, you know, it's an analogy really when it comes down to it, right? It's like double your sales in 12 months, right? I mean, it's nice to double your sales in 12 months, and that's great if you do it. But for most people, they're not really looking to double the sales. They're not really looking to be in the top 1%. But if I can teach you how to think and act, and if you want to be that, you can, that is the ultimate power because it goes back to like Henry Ford in, you know, years ago when he was on trial and they were saying, you know, you're Henry, you're, you don't, you don't know what you're saying. You know, you know, they had him there and he said, well, you know, here, here's what I do know. I know I have enough money to be able to get done what I need to get done. And if yeah. you took it all away from me today, within two years, I'll have it back because I right. know how.
1: I was just right? going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that because you're right, Doug. I mean, when, when you're talking about, you know, uh, uh, teaching them how to think, act, and and uh, be, have that mindset of a one percenter, that can't be taken from you. That can't be taken from you, right? So you uh-huh. might be able to have that six-figure job leave, or you might, you know, might lose something in the stocks or whatever. But if you have the know-how and the knowledge, you're going to get it back. You're, you're going to get it back um, if you put the effort in, right? So- tell me about how you do that with them because you were talking about the top one percenters. So when you're, when somebody comes to you now, do you work with individuals and companies or just companies or how, how are you structuring that?
0: Well, I used to do all of the above. So what we've, we've been doing lately is moving it more into a training process for anyone. So oh, we've, okay. we've, we've developed what we're calling the 1% Academy. Okay. And, the 1% Academy is come in here and we'll teach you how to think, act and be like a 1% earner oh, awesome. and we'll that's hold awesome. you to, to high accountability standards. So it's mm-hmm. not for the, it's not, you know, for the people who are like, Oh, not for the faint of heart.
1: Right. Because
0: you know, if they don't show up doing their homework, I literally will stop in the middle and go, Joe, what happened? Right. <laughs> right. right. Like what, what, you know? So, um, I've, I I've, it. I've done a couple of trial runs on this, and, and you know everyone has told me it's worth, you know, two and a half times what I was going to ask for it, um, and which is always a good sign, right? Um, yeah. But they also told me this, Doug. We love you, but we hate you, right? We <laughs> because they don't get away with anything. It's like <laughs> right,
1: right. So,
0: and because you know it does require, you know, so how do we do it? You, you were working on, not only are we working on skill sets on how to, you know, uh, prospect, market, um, sell, you know, and, and, you know, conversationally converse, we're also working on triggers that you were referring to before. And, you know, not, not as deeply as you do Nina, cause you're doing it in a different way than we are, but we're bringing forth the awareness of it and interrupting those triggers because I've found and then helping them reinstall new patterns through the process. Right. So, um, and so, because, you know, if, if, if you, if we as a seller, if I was a seller and I thought, my gosh, this is so expensive. Right. And I grew up in that environment, like with everything was like, it just one, or, or a lot of things were like, wait, we can't afford that. That's for rich people. We can't, you know, you don't what do you mean you go buy a Tiffany lamp? Yeah. You don't do that. I mean, that's dumb, right? Or or you know what? A mid-sized car is all you're ever gonna get. And that's because we're mid-sized car peoples, or you know, or whatever, whatever the lesson was. And you know, and we whatever all the have program lessons,
1: is right. Yep.
0: You know, yep. um, yep. if if you then go and you're like, you're a coach, let's say, because you are, um, and right. you people listening are coaches, because some of them are, and some of them consultants. But now they want to ask for $130,000 for their services. And in their brain, they're going, my gosh, that is so expensive. Like, I hope they say yes, but well, right then and there, they're going to invoke objections yep. Yep. because they're going to be setting language patterns up that they don't even realize are there. And they're going to lose the deal. Not always, but sometimes, right? Um, and sometimes you get lucky. Like the first time I asked for thirty-five thousand dollars a month for for a, a consulting package, I I just they said, "Well, how much is it?" And I said, "Well, it's thirty-five thousand a month. It's six months." And the business owner went like this: "Sounds fair. Okay, let's do it." You know? Do you want to check? What in had,
1: What were you feeling inside?
0: <laughs> like when I said it, because I had never asked for that kind of money for a consulting job before. Right. Um, when I said it, it was like, I felt like my fingers crossed, right. my toes crossed, you know, <laughs> and my kneecaps crossed. I mean, you know, my eyes were crossed right, everything. Right, I was like,
1: right.
0: um, but I wanted to keep testing. And this is one yeah. of the things that yeah. 1% earners learn to do. You keep testing. Yep. Um, and you know, cause I've sold, uh, $425,000 consulting packages for six or seven months. Right? right. So it didn't start out there, but that's part of the growth that we go through. You know, and now when somebody asks me, I'm like, ah, it's 180 grand. It's nothing. Right. You know, it's like, right. because my brain just goes there. Like, right.
1: Right. Cause you've already broken that glass ceiling that you had. You already you broke through it. Yeah. And, you
0: can't, and your mind can't expand back. Right. So your mind can so go, true. Hey, look, I want to cut back. And instead of earning, A million dollars this year i want to earn 400 your mind one mind can do that but you know what i'm going to take it easy i'm going to work less i'm going to do whatever right like there i can't even like 350 is my number i can't even think below that anymore
1: right 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 Right?
0: and and it's not because i'm arrogant i didn't grow up like that i my my mom you know she used to look for quarters between the sofa cushions sometimes to see if we could make up you know food
1: i remember she used to sell avon
0: yeah, yeah, my mom sold avon, right? And so um, thank you for remembering. and she she was really good at it, right? So it was it was one of those things that I didn't grow up this way, and I had to kind of break through some of the stigma and the yeah. barriers and things yeah. like that. But it was it was that in learning the skill sets. And I will tell everybody on this line that's listening to this, it's much easier, super, way easier. To learn from somebody, and I'm going to plug myself at this point, like me, been there, there, done it, and can teach you what and what not to do Mm -hmm. versus doing it the way I did it, which was just get out there in the street and start learning, right? Yeah, I didn't even know about mentors until I actually got into um, my late 30s.
1: Same. And so I was, me too. I was, struck,
0: you know, I was whacking yep. away at the tree and, and not realizing, oh my gosh, there's a thing called a chainsaw if I really want to take this tree down, or, you know, <laughs> or, 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 or there's a tree yep. company that actually will actually come and do it for me. Like I never yep. even could think that way. Right. So, and I remember I went into my first sales training program, which is a thing called sale, Sandalish Sales. And they talked about this submarine thing. Right. And I like the title of the book. It was like, um, this guy wrote in, you know, you can't teach a kid to ride a bike in a seminar. And and I was like, wow, that's a really great title. So I'm like, oh, I read this thing and I'm like, I have no idea what this man's talking about, but closing the, the doors and the submarine and <clears throat> I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, here I go. I spent $4,000 back then to, to take a course. And I go there every morning at seven o'clock or whatever we were there. And I'm sitting there going, some of this makes sense. Some of this doesn't, right? You know, but that's sometimes how you're going to feel in this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, so I hope I'm answering your question. Step one is getting truthful and being really clear that you're committed to doing this. Right. And if you're not, it's okay. Come up where where you want to be because you can think and act that way. And that creates massive leverage so you could do it on less time, less money, Mm -hmm. less hours. Mm -hmm. You know, it's called Mm -hmm. quality of life if somebody wants it.
1: That's good. And I think that, you know, for those of you who are listening, I think Doug is really um, just showing you. The, the Well, first is expertise and also the fact that you can expand where you are right now, but you're going to have to do it from a place of truth and honesty because that's the only way, A, I think, Doug, it's the only way to even work with you to begin with, right? Because I think if you're going to come to doing the program, which I want you to give us all of that right now, but if you're going to come to Doug's program to work with him, then at least come Correct. And what I mean by that is, is at least come knowing that it's going to be some work, that it's not an overnight magic pill, and that you're going to have to really show up for you. You have to show up for you because Doug is going to just uh, give you guys all of the knowledge and wisdom. But what you're going to do with it is on you. Right. So, Doug, um, I'm so glad you came on. I'm so glad we had this conversation. And I'm so glad that you are um, as authentic and real as you are. That's why I wanted you back. Um, so I, I, I don't invite too many people back, but when I like someone and I like their energy and I like what they bring to my audience, I, I, you know, I have to have you back. So thank you so much. And thank you for your book, because honestly I'm reading through it and I really am resonating with a lot of it. So before I let you wrap up though, and go, I do want you to plug yourself again. Right. So let us know how people can work with you, how they contact (laughs) you, all of that stuff, because, um, you know, it's time to get our stuff right. And we got to work with somebody who's a pro. And now with some of these, you know, kids that are like 18 telling you that they can sell the moon, the star and everything because they got an <laughs> AI program. Um, I, I like to work with people who have been in the trenches. That's how we learn. So, Doug, how do we get in contact with you and do all that?
0: Yeah, well, I think the first step, if if people are interested in learning more, and Nina, I don't know if you know this or not, but I I put out another ebook, right right? Uh, oh, recently. no, I didn't if, know that. Called the okay. non-stop one percent earner it kind of goes into the psychology and philosophy of what it takes to be one. So
1: oh, um awesome. just came
0: out just in the last couple of weeks, so that's why I don't think you're aware of it. Um so you they could go to www.ceosalesstrategies, sales strategies, plural sales and strategies of plural dot com forward slash the numeral one P E. So okay. CEO sales forward slash one. PE and P stands for 1% earner. So, mm-hmm. um, that I think if they go there, firstly, uh, they can download the book. They'll be getting information from us. We don't overwhelm you, by the way, we send something like once a week, you know, um, because we're a business to business company a lot of times, and you're not right. going to send this to CEOs and, you know, do what some of the, you know, internet marketers do, like you were talking mm-hmm. about the younger ones, especially, you know, hitting you with four or five emails a day is just oh crazy. Gosh. So, it is. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> so that, that would be one way they can contact me at Doug Brown, one, two, three. That is my LinkedIn, or okay. if they want to send an email in with a question, send it into you matter. Y O U M A T T E R at CEO sales strategies.com. Uh, and that, my staff or myself will reach back out. We do answer all inquiries, so you know, feel free to do that. Um, and if they want to be part of the one percent academy, say, hey, I want to talk about it. Right? I mean, um, we're gonna be we're gonna be running uh, a bunch of marketing and and campaigns out on this. Oh, great! Um, and we're gonna probably kick something off toward the end of this year. Uh, if they want to be in on the founders group, there'll be some special you know reasons to be in there. Um,
1: That's awesome
0: and uh things now it's not really a founders group because i've done this two or three times already but it's it's the first official kickoff of this formally if you will Uh, and that's how they can get a hold of me nina
1: great thank you and thank you for coming and hanging out and giving us all those little nuggets of wisdom i truly appreciate your time thank you doug
0: you are so welcome and i'm so grateful you had me back on here so thanks again
1: yeah, you're welcome. I mean, we even went over time. I could talk to you forever, ever. All right, guys, make sure that you guys get in contact with Doug. I'm going to link all of the information he just said below. So that way you can uh, make sure that you contact him, go on, get the ebook, make sure you, you are um, looking at the program and maybe you can be a, one of the founders or, you know, at least be a part of the program, because I think that it is time for you guys to um, really get real about what it is you want to do and who it is you want to reach in In a way that um, holds you accountable so that so that someone who knows what they're doing can actually hold you accountable to what it is you say you want to do and not just have one of these programs where you sign on and you never hear from anyone again because you all of you know that we've all done it where we have put ourselves into programs and regret it so much because we have gotten nothing out of it this is not that. So make sure that you get in contact with Doug. This is Nina Perez. This is straight talk, no sugar added. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that great stuff so that you can spread the word and let's get our sales going. Right, Doug? Let's get our sales going. (laughs) Until next time.